welcome to the Wise Mind Podcast. I'm your host, Christina DeFranco, a yoga teacher, elite athlete, and anxious tornado turned mindful mover. We will be talking all things mindset and mental health to help you create breakthroughs to become your best and most authentic self. Welcome back to the Wise Mind Podcast. It's your host, Christina, here, and I'm so excited that you're joining me for today's episode all about why you must process your emotions. We're going to talk about what it really means to process your emotions so that you can identify if you truly are doing it properly or if you're unintentionally unconsciously or sometimes even consciously starting to suppress your emotions as this can lead to so many problems for you down the road. The reason why emotion suppression is so problematic is because it can lead to so many problems such as illness, mental health is greatly affected, and you create energy blocks in your body. And this is because when we suppress emotions, we are pushing them deep down within ourselves. They don't just disappear. If we don't address and work through those uncomfortable feelings, they only stay within us and eventually begin to build up until we can no longer ignore them. Now I want you to take a moment and close your eyes. Unless you're driving, then don't close your eyes. But everyone else, close your eyes. And I want you to try to imagine a big, beautiful bookshelf. It can be any height you like, any color. Maybe it's a hand-carved, deep wood, mahogany, whatever you'd like. Picture this big, beautiful bookshelf. And every argument, every uncomfortable situation, every negative emotion that you choose not to deal with, that you choose not to reflect upon, that becomes a book that goes on this big, beautiful bookshelf. And so every day or every situation that occurs that leaves you with a little bit of anger, a little bit of resentment, a little bit of discomfort, you add another book and another book, and another book. And eventually this bookshelf begins to fill up from the bottom to the top. And you're trying to squeeze a few more books in. You take out those bookends just to shove in a few more. And the problem is, if you load too many books on that bookshelf, it will fall over. And it won't fall slowly. The bookshelf will come crashing down quickly with no warning and it will just leave a big gaping hole in the floor. I don't say this to scare you. I want you to realize how important it is to fully process what you're going through moment to moment because if you don't, The impact it will have on you later is tremendous. Eventually, your health begins to deteriorate, whether it's your physical, mental health, or usually both. But it leaves you with nothing. For me, it left me in a deep, dark hole of depression. And that's what I want you to try to avoid. And so I'm going to talk to you today about how to properly process your emotions, what that may look like for you, 
and how to take the time for you so that this doesn't happen to you. You need to start to slow down in your life to protect your own being, to be present and be a participant, a living participant in life. The very first thing I want you to know is that it is okay to not be okay. It is okay to feel sad, to feel mad, to feel angry, upset, hurt. All of these emotions are so valid. And if they feel true for you, if they feel real in your body, then no one can tell you that they're not. I want you to understand that everything you're feeling is true. Validate yourself. Validate how you feel because no one will do it for you. The next thing you need to know is that you are not weak if you cry. I don't care if you are male, female, identify as anything else. If you are a human being, you are not weak. If you cry, crying is simply watering your own soul so you can begin to grow again. At least that's how I like to look at it. And I want you to as well because crying is an emotional release and we need to release the emotions in order to move past them. We don't want to harbor them within our being. That's what builds up and creates the blockages. So if we begin to look at how to process emotions, the word process actually means a series of actions or steps taken in order to achieve a particular end. Now, although we are trying to do a series of things in order to release the emotions we're feeling so that we don't harbor them within our bodies, I don't like to look at it so systematically because emotions are very much in flow. They come and they go in waves, and there's nothing too rigid about them. The same feeling will not occur twice. The same instance will not happen exactly the same both times. And so you need a more abstract strategy to approach the processing of your emotions. The most important thing is for you to begin to identify how you like to release things, how you like to let go of things and work through things. And I like to think of this as just what allows you to just go blah, to just let everything in your brain dump out. Maybe it's writing down everything in a journal. Maybe it's drawing or painting a picture. Maybe it's sitting in stillness and just letting the thoughts run free and then returning back to the breath, just letting them go slowly. Whatever that looks like for you, that is the tool you're going to use to help process your emotions. And maybe use one, two, three of those things. Whatever it is, identify at least one and maybe day to day it may change, but have a set Thing that you can go to, a set way to process how you're feeling. My personal processing method has changed over the years. At first, it was writing and poetry and songs, and then it was drawing, and then it was sitting in stillness and meditating, and then it was dancing and just putting my headphones in and just moving. 
And then it was a slow flow, soulful yoga with myself in my room. And then it kind of went back to poetry and then some journaling and a little bit back to meditation. And you get my point. You will evolve, you will change, or maybe you'll stick to just one thing. Either way, it is okay. Just stick to what works for you. And maybe you need to try a few things to really see what makes you feel the best in the end. And then you'll really truly know. So start to experiment for yourself. For today, I'm going to use the example of journaling. And I use this example because so many people do not use this tool the right way. And I'm not one to say that there's any wrong or right way to do anything. But in the way of processing emotions, there is a more effective way to journal to help you release and to feel better in the end. And truthfully, I was the person that was doing this wrong for so long. And so the best way to process your emotions through journaling is to brain dump, as I said earlier. Instead of saying to your diary or, hey journal, this is what happened today, da 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 da, very systematic, very straight up, I want you to release. Whatever comes to your mind, just start writing. It doesn't matter if it's about the instance that occurred, it doesn't matter if it's about what you ate for lunch, because by your second or third page, everything just ends up coming out. And you're just going to have to trust me on that one or do it for yourself or maybe you already know what I mean. But when you start writing and writing for the freedom of release, you're just writing whatever comes to your mind. You're not overthinking. There's no editing. There's no erasing. If you're a perfectionist like me, scratch it out. I know. Cringe, cringe. Just go with it. This is free form writing. There's no correcting. There's no perfecting. You're letting everything go. And by your second or third page, whatever that emotion was that's harboring in you, even if you were unable to identify it, you knew you were feeling off, but you weren't sure what it is, it will just come. You'll start to let it flow through the pen and onto the paper. And that is our goal here, to really bring to the surface what you're holding deep down. And when it comes to light, when you start to work through it and write out what you're feeling, you're being really honest, really truthful with yourself, that's when you'll start to release it. Because when we push emotions down, we're giving them power. We're saying, we don't want to deal with you. You're more than we can handle. And we give that emotion, that feeling, the power. So when we bring them to the surface, when we identify it, when we stare it in the face, that is when we reclaim the power and we can choose to move forward. I share this with you because this is something that I really struggled with and still do to this day. It's something I constantly work on, slowing down and starting to feel. But I know I'm doing so much better at it now and I really want you to start now so you don't go through what I had to experience. And for me, it really started in grade 12. I was a senior in high school and I was, I was really working hard to get good marks to get into university. And so it was my last year and I was taking chemistry, grade 12 chemistry, and I am not a science person at all. 
and it was so hard and I was getting a 75 and for a 90 student 75 to me felt like I was failing I couldn't get past the fact I was doing so poorly yet working so hard and I want to pause for a sec here and just tell you this is where the validation needs to come in so many people might say 75 that's nothing you're doing fine and that's what I kept hearing but for me it felt like the end of the world and what I needed to do was validate how I was feeling I needed to know that it was okay to feel bad that I was getting a 75 because it was lower than what I expected of myself and so going back to my story I was getting a 75 and I felt like I was failing and so I kept working harder I did extra classes I did tutoring on top of that I was working out two times a day I was a competitive athlete After school, I would have an hour and a half practice. I would eat for an hour, then go to an outside of school practice, get home, do homework, and sleep. And I was so overwhelmed, and I never stopped to slow down. And I want you to know at the time, I didn't know any of this. I wasn't aware of it. It was so unconscious, so unintentional. I was just moving at this pace that was so fast that I had no time to process. Because if you don't slow down, You don't know what you're doing. You're never present. And so I had no idea that I was just suppressing all these emotions. Every time something hard came up, every time I got a bad bad grade in chemistry, every time I felt stupid in chemistry class, I just pushed it down, pushed it down and said I need to do better. I was so hard on myself. And eventually my bookshelf filled up. I had so many books on my bookshelf that it came crashing down where I was immobile in bed I couldn't get up and do my chemistry I couldn't get out of bed and do my sports I couldn't go to school because I was so crushed my bookshelf caved and so my lesson learned here is that if you don't slow down if you don't dance it out journal write the poetry sit in stillness If you don't take that time for you, it will come crashing down. Whether that's the flu, whether it's an autoimmune disease, whether it's simply your mental health, which is really not simple at all, it will hit you hard. And so you need to work now to prevent that. Find your full potential. And that truly means slowing down, becoming aware of your authentic self. And for me, I was in denial of my authentic self. I was in denial of the pace that I could move at and the pace that I could function at and what I could do. And so by slowing down, I felt everything. And my body forced me to slow down. My depression forced me to slow down and feel. Your sickness will force you to slow down and feel. Your body will always get what it needs because it will make you. And so the idea is to work through these things before the negative consequences occur. And with that very vulnerable story that I shared, I want you to know that it's okay to not be okay. It is okay to cry and to lie in bed some days. Work through the emotions however you process things. And then get up. Move on. 
and live your life because that is what you are meant to do. And so I'll do another episode all about how to move on a little bit more. Leave me a review or hit me up on Instagram if you'd like to hear that episode on how you can really get up and get going again. And I'd love to share that with you guys. Uh, you can connect with me on Instagram at the Wise Mind Podcast. And I can't wait to talk to you guys next week. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Wise Mind Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to me if you would go leave an honest review on iTunes and let us know what you would like to hear more of. And don't forget to dive into our show notes at www.thewisemindpodcast.com. Until next time, I wish you all the happiness, health, and healing. Lots of love.